This is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast, hosted by Roman Prokopchuk, bringing you all things digital marketing, tech, business, and motivation. What's stopping you from becoming relentless in all aspects of life? Are you ready to become a digital savage? Let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Roman Prokopchuk and this is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast. Today I have with me Ted L. Jackson, who is the proprietor of Be The Light Coaching and Consulting. He's also an author and speaker. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you for having me. So tell me a little bit about your journey. How did you get to the 2019 you, some of the things you had to go through and you know, how did you decide to do what you currently do? Well, I can start back to when I was a young kid. I grew up, I was grew up in a pretty religious home, still am. Um, and from that place, I learned a lot about my giftedness and about my, um, you know, different talents. But one of the things that I realized even as I grew older was that I had a lot of um, self-esteem issues. Yes, I had great talents and abilities, but because of that, self, those self-esteem issues, many times I would be really quiet, um, really passive, and even um, just allow people to treat me in the kind of way I, I did. I did have some bullying when I was younger, which I think influenced me when I got older. But I, one of the amazing things I think about is that I believe that anything that I've gone through or, or that I face is also something that I could use to go on later. I'm growing up, I've been a musician for since I was eight, played by ear, never professionally trained. Um, I did a lot of things as far as writing, poetry, all those kinds of um, things that have gone on. And then, you know, you hit life in high school and peer pressure, you get away from the things that are really your, your passion and find yourself doing things that are not necessarily leading you to your purpose. And I think I went through a, a long stint of time where I was still trying to figure out who I was and not in the sense of um, what other people were saying that I was, not what the stigma of, of my community was, but really trying to figure out really who is Ted and what does Ted want to be. And I think that in my story, I find a person that is truly gifted, truly talented, but also very broken and not knowing how to um, express that or to get help or to even think that I needed to have help. A lot of times when I find myself in situations, I don't, you don't always see the way that you can get help. But I came to a point in my personal life where I had a lot of missteps, a lot of uh, relationship errors, a lot of issues concerning, you know, with family and with friends and those kinds of things. Where I came to the point at the age of 30 to figuring out that I did not know who I was. I did not know what I wanted. I did not know what I needed. I didn't know who was the real Ted. And that for me, led me on a transformational journey in my life that I am still continually on. Um, it doesn't stop, but that was just that point where I had a bad breakup. It had affected my family. It just sort of things started happening that started to crumble. And I realized as it relate to the world, I was what everybody else wanted me to be. Um, if there was a poster child for being a people pleaser, I was it. I was the definition of what would make anybody else feel comfortable or feel like they are accepted. And the reality is, is that I didn't know who I was. 
So if you don't know who you are, you're everything to everybody else, but nothing to yourself. So from that point, I started to go into a lot of self-development, personal development work, started to work with a therapist, um, also joined a men's group, which um, really transformed and changed my life. Um, one book that really helped me was the book by um, Dr. Robert Glover, No More Mr. Nice Guy, because I could see that a lot of my ways that I was raised, um, not saying that it was bad, but um, helped to foster over a sense of a lack of identity or a lack of self-worth inside of me. So I had to figure out and also have help and support from people to help me navigate those areas of my life because I was good at performing. I was good at my talent. I was good at being able to um, use what talents I had to help other people, but I was no good to myself and I didn't know how to take care of me and make sure that the needs that I had um, were being met. And, and, and through that book and through joining a men's group and through therapy and through uh, my own personal introspection, I began to really discover who I truly was. And, and, and the reason that I believe, one of the good, good things I believe I have is to be able to, to hear and to listen and to empathize and to be able to help people navigate through um, some of the things that I've gone through, but also things that they, I may not have encountered, but have the wisdom enough to know how to spark a change in their life. So that's how I got, not just from just helping and transforming my life um, to the place that it is now, but also helping others do that. And that's what I think even the name of my company, Be The Light, has to do with because a lot of times we're living in a, in a state of mental darkness. And I've been in that place of being in a mental darkness or being stuck and not knowing how in the world can I get out and having all of this, these great things that are happening, but still feel stuck or in the darkness in, your, in, in my mind. And being able to turn that light on and see that there is something great on the other side of the darkness. If I would just look up and see and, and, and be the light for me is an expression that I don't need something outside of me to reflect or shine on me. I am. I, I, I express and demonstrate what it means to have light on the inside because I believe it's what's on the inside that's going to reflect on the outside. So being the light means that I have the ability to cause um, brightness to come into dark situations. There's no situation that I can face or deal with that um, the light that's inside of me can cause change to come. So that's a part of my story. No, I agree with that. I think it's important to be positive and that focus of positivity because you always have the option of either being positive or negative and what yeah. you do with the situation. And like you said, finding who you are, it's important. Whatever you do, entrepreneur, whatever walk of life, because we're constantly kind of redefining ourselves. And when yes. something happens to us, that may, you know, that variable may change what we want to do, who we are, you know, who we want to be around. Things like, you know, I'm a foster parent. We've had kids for a year. So last uh, week, basically, we thought we we're going to adopt them, two brothers. Uh, they ended up being taken and reunified with their biological mom. Wow. Now, obviously, that's, I mean, it's like tearing your child away because, I mean, they've called us mommy and daddy. They don't know what's going on. We may or may not have communication with them at any point of their lives moving forward. It's based on the biological mom. And I can sit here and be super down about it or kind of reflect and see what the positives were 
and yeah. what they gave us versus yeah. what we gave them because a lot of people say you know those kids are so lucky well we're lucky as well there were two wonderful little boys that taught us a lot yeah. and made us different people so yeah. the last few days me and my wife have taken the time to rediscover who we are now after this experience so i think that change happens and you have to do it over and over again throughout your life and i think those experiences stuff like that that happens even in your personal life when you're facing stuff i think that kind of stuff are there seeds for um the future because you don't never know the impact of that one year will have on their lives and the things to come um just the fact that they're able to uh, be able to have that kind of reflection and that kind of experience with you. And just like you said, the experience grew used to there. I believe even it may look like a bad situation, the fact that you were able to impact them for that amount of time actually really transforms things. Yeah, it's really important. And I mean, we got into foster care because of other issues. So we had, you know, fertility stuff and we had a lot of miscarriages. So that was another kind of setback that could have, you know, broken us or led us to a different path in terms of a negative direction. Then, you know, my grandfather passed away two months ago. So it's all this compounded stuff over and over again, and you just have to keep getting up and redefining yourself. Yeah, definitely. You definitely have to, um, you know, I think I've, I've found that in my life, there have been pivotal moments that I had to have redefinitions of what life looked like or, or what it would be. And I think that happens because that's just how life, life brings us what we need when we need it. And we don't always, um, we don't always find ways that we want to accept it, but it does come. And, you, and how, how you handle it shows what's inside you or what, where you need to grow. I think that's that's really important. Yeah, and I mean, we've prayed about it, and it's kind of one of those things, uh, you don't get anything that you can't handle. Yeah. So at this point, it gets you prepared for, like, the level up, the next thing. And then at the yeah. next level, there'll be a hardship at some point, and how you deal with that, and then – Hopefully, if you move in the positive direction in life, you keep kind of leveling up and getting to the point where you're truly happy. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree with you because I think that happiness is a perspective and not always necessarily what some people say that happiness is what's happening around you. But I really believe it's really having um, the right kind of perspective. And that can happen, you know, when you change your mindset. And that's that's really what has helped me is that to be able to um, look at my mindset where it is and not denying reality. That's that's not really what I'm saying, but it's it's almost like the saying, and it's probably kind of corny, but when they say, you know, when you, when they when life gives you lemons, make lemonade, I think you have to make what's best with what's best put into your hand. And I think that is what shows what's really down on the inside of you. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. And obviously there's different situations that people come from, you know, more fortunate, less fortunate. But yeah. when you see someone make it or get to a point where you want to get from situations that you came out of and yeah. basically defines you because, you know, some people go the drugs, alcohol, they're in prison route while other people's same variables become, you know, multimillionaires, have successful businesses, companies built, have, you know, wonderful, loving families. So it's just kind of a choice. And you resonate that like you need to be positive and happy with yourself, regardless of that situation. Obviously, a lot of the times it's hard to persevere through that, where everything's imploding around you. But having that as a starter of foundation will kind of get you out of it most of the time. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. So what motivates you to succeed in 2019? What motivates me to succeed is that I believe that I have more to accomplish than I've already accomplished. I believe that there's more for my life 
than I've already seen and not just to settle for where I am. And the truth of the matter is, is that I believe that every year we should come into it with a new perspective to supersede what we had the year before then. I totally agree with that because I think people get to a point of complacency, either business, personal life, professional life, fitness. And if you reach that and kind of think you plateau and you don't challenge yourself or have that next goal, next ambition, you kind of lose that fire for some of the things you have going on in life. So I really agree with that. A lot of times people look at their life or look at the big audacious goals and they don't take the time in order to be able to build it day by day. And I think that's that's what really keeps um, my focus to be successful in 2019 is to accomplish all of the things that I want, want to do. And I, I do have goals and I do have things I said. I don't really do the whole New Year's resolution. I, I'm more so per se operate from a vision, which is not just a 2019 vision or 2019 goal, but more so a long-term idea of how I want to see my life and just work towards that um, day by day, month by month, and year by year, and not try to fit everything into one year. But I believe that 2019, you know, it has its focus. It has, I have a theme for every year that I have. I, um, I am a person of faith. I'm an ordained minister, so I do pray about it. And since, you know, what I feel that God has given to me, for that year and I, that's where I operate out of. And so anything that I do in 2019 is based around that theme and it's also um, based around success. I agree and I think it's a journey and enjoying the journey, both bad and good, like that year, whatever you have. I mean, you, yeah. you, you've gotten closer, maybe you've had a setback, but you're still here, you're yeah. still breathing and you can do something about it. That's right. So what's one thing that you've had a challenge with in the past that you may have turned around and have it as an advantage and use it basically as a positive now? Um, I believe one thing that I, maybe I was extremely quiet. I still am to a certain degree, but I have the ability to use that to be a good listener for to, to people and as well as um, people feel comfortable talking to me about things. I, I believe that I through my quietness or even introversion, I have the ability to create a space for people to feel safe to talk about things that they may not even talk to other people about and have the ability to share things that they know that it's not gonna go beyond um, beyond the conversation, but just to assist them for that. And I, I, I do strive to do that um, with my personality to create the place where people can have that safe space to be able to talk about where they are and, and what they wanna do. And I think at first I used to think of it as a weakness when I was younger, but now I see, you know, the way that my life is unfolding and the, the people that I'm impacting, how beneficial it is, you know, for what I'm doing in life. Yeah, I think it's important. I think that's an important quality in terms of being a good listener and just listening and not, you know, jumping in or interrupting and stuff like that. Because mm -hmm. in business and personal life, a lot of people, you know, have their own stuff going on. So they don't just sit there and then tune in and listen to what somebody's really saying because a lot of the time even with the podcast having a conversation and listening to it again or when it goes live there's a lot of things there that you may not necessarily pick up if you're you know kind of multitasking or have your focus in multiple areas right right and i, I believe it's 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 a word that we're hearing a lot now is the word presence and people want a place or want a space where they can truly be heard. And I had an experience yesterday, I, actually just a, a friend that we just started connecting. And um, one of the things that came out was that experience was being able to be in a place with somebody and they have their fully present and aware and not just trying to get their agenda met, 
but you feel heard and they feel heard. And that's what a lot of people are looking for. Cause you know, going through everyday life, you don't always have people that make room for you to do that because everybody's trying to get their point across and trying to prove, you know, that they are, they're right or have a different perspective, whatever it is. Yeah, I think it's important. I think with this whole foster thing, you know, having the kids reunify, there's a lot of people that genuinely reached out and genuinely listened and asked. And some people just nonchalantly, you know, just a few words or whatever. So you kind of, in situations like that, you see who's there for you and who's genuinely willing to listen. Because like you said, some people have ulterior motives. Maybe they're willing to listen to you because you can offer them something and that's the only reason that they're listening. Right. I have I posted a quote on Instagram about two or three weeks ago that says, dark moments reveal true friends. It's not the people that stand with you when you're in your light. It's the people that stand with you in the darkness that reveal who's really there for you. You know, because anybody can stand you when everything's going good, but it's when you're in dark places that you find out who's really, um, used the term ride or die, are really there for you. And I believe it's also to teach you uh, a lesson as to know how to be present for other people as well. And sometimes we're not always sensitive to that. But I, I really believe that those kind of moments, those 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 life altering, life changing moments show us who's really there for us. Yeah, I agree. And I've had a lot of those in recent you know times and those people have been consistently there. So I definitely agree with that. Yeah. And I, I think that that's, that really defines our relationships with people and in situations. And it could either make you um, bitter or salty or feel slighted or it can transform you. It depends on how you look at it. Yeah, it's definitely transformative because I mean, I'm not holding any kind of hate or disdain mm -hmm. or anger for the yeah. people that haven't been there for the right reason. Yeah. It's just one of those things time is a precious commodity and if you're going to be in my life i'll be genuinely you know reciprocating that attention and that love and you know that caring but if you can't do that regardless if you're you know friends family or whoever i, I mean i i try to distance myself and surround myself with positivity yeah oh it's uh, it is so important and i'm i'm learning that right now it is so important the the company and the energy that you allow to be around you because it can either pull you up or pull you down and you can either choose to be around what's going to cause you to grow or you can choose to be around what's going to cause you to, to cause you to be hindered and I, I have really been in the last few months looking at that from a bigger picture in the grander scheme of things do i really want to commit my time to people who have shown me who they are and what they've shown me is not supportive of where I want to go and what I want to be. Or do I want to invest my time with people who are showing me that they um, are invested, not just in themselves and what they can get out of me, but what, uh, also a mutual um, exchange and relationship that's beneficial to everybody. I agree. And a lot of people do learn that as they get older, their kind of friends and family circle shrinks a bit. But <laughs> I mean, some people don't do that. But I mean, I think... Um, self-aware to that point and understand who's been there for me for me and who hasn't so i mean you're gonna upset people but it, like you said it's about you first kind of and being at peace with yourself you can't yeah. be at peace with yourself when you're doing things for people that are only there for ulterior motives and just using you for things whatever it be right Right. And I, I the, you use the word self-awareness, and that's a word that I'm finding out that in my experience, that a lot of people don't have um, self-awareness about 
who they are and how they operate in the world. And, and, and when you have had experiences with people that have been um, hurtful, that have been traumatizing, that may have been difficult, and now you're in a place that you have to say, do I want to experience this with this person because they've shown me this, or do I want to be in a place that's going to be more of a healing and growing for me? And I, I, I've had experience just, just recently, almost even yesterday, where I had to make a decision. And it, it, it upset some people, the decision I made, but I had to make this at that point is, am I in this space now to deal with these people's behavior that's going to trigger something I don't want? Or am I going to do something that's going to be beneficial to who I am and what, how I want to show up in the world? And that's, that's, a, that's and it was a hard decision, but I see the benefit of it. I agree. And when you kind of realize and become self-aware, a lot of things your your eyes are open to and you kind of uh, recalibrate or realign what's really important to you. Yeah. you you And I think, and I don't know if it's just getting older or just getting more clear of a vision for my life that it has become more important for me to be at peace and to be whole and to work through whatever stuff I have than to just sit there and to fester in bitterness and, and animosity and anger and not really deal with the issues that are going on. And and that's that's really has become something that I'm continually doing because I have I know I have my own things that people have issues with me about. So I have to be aware of that in the way that I affect other people. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a two-sided kind of coin. So you have to be self-aware of other people and have the self-awareness for yourself, how you're affecting other people, you know, what you're good at, what your strengths or weaknesses are on a personal and professional level and kind of work on them. I mean, sometimes it's hard. You're tired, you know, (laughs) you're emotionally drained, but, you know, taking some kind of positive step forward just builds you up as a person. Yeah. Definitely. And I and I think that that's, that's the goal, I think, in life altogether is to always be building up to something better than where and what you've been dealing with. And, and, I, and I strive to do that on a daily basis. I haven't reached perfection yet, but I'm, I'm working towards it. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, I mean, it's it's hard to, you know, attain, but it's it's something definitely to strive for. Definitely, definitely. So what's one thing you can leave with the audience in terms of advice, professional or personal? One piece of advice that I can leave with your audience is this, is that at all times and in all ways, you have the answer that you need for the situation that you're in. It may not look like it right now, but eventually what the answer you need will come to you. I agree with that. And sometimes it's hard to find, but eventually like you're going to reach it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and when you reach it, you'll know, and you'll be at peace with it. It's just the issue of you trusting yourself. Yeah, I agree with that. So I really appreciate you stopping by today. Can you let the audience know how they can find you? You can find me at Ted L Jackson underscore on Instagram, Ted L. Jackson on all the other social media um, platforms. I'm there under that name. And I'm such a delight to be on today. Really appreciate you stopping by. Thank you. Thank you.
This podcast has been brought to you by Nova Zora Digital. Find out how Nova Zora Digital can help your company grow online. Learn more at NovaZoraDigital.com. Until next time, all you digital savages.